Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Denver, Colorado, it's time for Franchise Bible Coach Radio. Now, here are your hosts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Franchise Bible Coach Radio with Rick and Rob. I'm your host, Rob Ganley, and I'm going to introduce my co-host, Rick Grossman, author of the Franchise Bible, in just a minute. Uh, but today we have a very special guest, uh, Jeff Batchelder. He is the manager of franchise development at Flying Locksmiths. So we're going to talk to Jeff about the times we're in and, and how they're approaching uh, the COVID-19 situation and just uh, about the brand and, and how, they, uh, how they're doing business and serving clients. I also want to thank our sponsors, SEO Samba. They're the creator of a one-of-a-kind award-winning software platform built for franchises called the Franchise Marketing Operating System. I also want to uh, thank uh, the Franchise Bible Coach and the Fight for Your Franchise uh, initiative. It's a free coaching session. You can learn more about at FranchiseBibleCoach.com. And so go ahead and check that out. But with that said, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Rick Grossman. How are you doing, Rick? Very good. Thanks, Rob. Good to see you. And Jeff, welcome to the show. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet both of you. Wonderful. Well, yeah, as, uh, as Rob was saying, folks, you can still join the uh, Fight for Your Franchise Challenge. It's uh, at FranchiseBibleCoach.com. And some people ask me, hey, Rick, we're coming to the end of this, uh, this initiative. It, you know, we're, we're shooting for 4th of July as being kind of our Independence Day from this pandemic. Now, I know it won't be over yet, but uh, I think it'll be a good time for everybody to dust off the barbecues and get outside and really celebrate the fact that we are kind of moving through this as an industry, as franchise owners, as franchisors, as vendors and suppliers, we're, we're working through this uh, pandemic and we're looking to the future. And that's really what we intended to do with this initiative was to create a free initiative where people can come and learn from not only our coaches, but from other industry professionals and experts that are out there doing it every day. And uh, Jeff and his team and uh, the franchise owners, of course, are out there doing it every day. So today we're going to learn some gold nuggets of, of information from Jeff and, and, uh, and discuss those things so that you can learn how to improve your businesses out there. Uh, so Jeff, let's start by uh, once again welcoming you to the show. And uh, if you could tell us a little bit about how your brand came to be and how you became part of it and how, uh, how things have been going uh, since you got into the, uh, the business. Sure. Yeah. Flying Locksmiths has been around for over 50 years. It's a third generation family business and started with the grandpa uh, in the 40s as he came back from World War II and was looking for a job and, and got a uh, World War II surplus Jeep and was doing, the, you know, kind of what we think of traditional locksmith services out of the back of the Jeep. And that's where the name came about. Um, he had a passion for flying. Uh, people think we're flying in somewhere, and sure, we can let them think that, but the, the name came yeah, about uh, from that third generation ago. Um, as you might guess, the, the business and industry has changed quite a bit. Um, it's still called locksmithing, but going out and getting people out, um, out of their locked cars or locked houses has very little to do with what we actually do today. Uh, access control has really become the, the primary uh, product types and services that we provide today and and certainly on the website we show a lot of that 
uh, we kind of like to say, you know, hey, if it's on the door, we deal with it. So you're thinking hinges and door openers and closers and strike plates and intercom systems and camera systems and safes, of course, and of course we can make keys, uh, but that's not the primary business. So um, as that business evolved and went into the next generation and now even the third generation of the family and really morphed from that kind of what well, you'd think old school kind of locksmith business into more of this B2B focused access control and locksmithing business, uh, what was happening is a lot of the large companies uh, Flying Locksmiths was working with in the Boston market started saying, hey, we really like what you're doing here, your customer service, your responsibleness, what you've done, and we'd like to use you in other cities. And so they started looking at things like, hey, do we start acquiring other locksmiths in other cities and bringing them in? Do we subcontract? And, and those things, they did try those things. And what they really found that um, they couldn't have the same quality control, they couldn't have the same systems and integration and everything by heading down those other paths. And actually, I reached out to my partner in, in the franchise development, Dennis Mulgannon, who's uh, you know been in the franchise development game for quite a long time as well, and said, hey, we think we might want to look at franchising. Uh, and gosh, started talking to Dennis and then myself for, we must have talked for a year and a half before the decision came about, yeah, let, this makes sense, you know, we'll, we'll go ahead and launch this. So we started talking with uh, the McManaman family, the, the still the owners of the business today, uh, probably a year and a half, and then launched a franchise a little over four years ago. And, of course, that's grown quite a bit. We, we talked earlier that we have 90 franchise owners, about 244 territories sold. Um, but we still have a lot of available territory across the country, and now we're looking to expand into Canada, and then we'll see where we go from there. So it's been quite an interesting evolution over time. Uh, we just were named number two on Entrepreneur Magazine's uh, top new franchises list, which is, I, as far as I understand, new is anything less than five years old. Uh, so that was quite an achievement. Uh, we were pretty impressed and a little surprised. A <laughs> yeah, yeah, the list came out and we went number two. Wow. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's been quite an interesting ride so far. Well, congratulations. That is a, a great honor to achieve, especially in four years. That's a, that's a lot of uh, growth and good job there. Yep. Um, Thank you. Yeah, that's, we don't see that kind of growth every day, do we, Rob? No, no. I was just listening to you share that, Jeff, and that's pretty impressive. And you're a pretty humble guy. I, I, the listeners might not know, but you, know, you started from ground zero and, and getting to almost 100 units or 100 franchisees and many more units than that is no easy task in three to five years. I mean, that is a superstar. And, well, I guess that's why you're number two. <laughs> I don't know who's number one. I don't, why aren't you number uh, uh, one? Good question. I'd have I to look at that. I, mean, not, I think I just scanned right past number one and saw a flying locksmith. Yeah. And to be clear, I should be humble. I, the growth and everything has very little to do with me and has to do with the team at headquarters, you know, the support team, the sales and marketing people, the franchisor support group. Uh, you know, I have very little to do with it uh, and the franchise owners, of course, and, and how successful they've been. That's awesome. Yeah. So as, as you think about that now, um, we're, uh, we're in unprecedented times, right? We've heard that saying a lot the last few months. Uh, we're in a, in a different world. Um, Rick and I certainly believe franchising probably couldn't be in a better place for some reasons, even though that, that would be the silver lining is that 
Uh, we're seeing a lot of franchisors and networks that are just glad to be in a network today, right? Glad to be part of something bigger than just themselves. So we know that is, is, a, good, is a good test uh, for the industry that we're all going through right now. But with, with that being said, what, what is, um, from your side, what's been going on with franchising with this sort of new normal of COVID-19? Yeah, it's definitely thrown a few curveballs out there. And, and you really hit on an interesting point. Uh, you know, the franchise system, whether it's Flying Locksmiths or any other, really affords a chance to test and try and, and bounce ideas around and pool resources to come up with ideas to deal with this changing environment, which would make it very difficult for an individual business owner to do. Um, in our case, uh, thankfully, uh, security services have been deemed essential, even in the most restrictive of areas. So none of our franchisees closed down. Some saw a drop-off in business, no doubt about it. Others, surprisingly not, saw very little drop-off in business. I think some of that had to do with the owners and how quickly they were able to pivot to some of the new programs versus some of the other owners maybe couldn't pivot as quickly, and so they saw a little more drop-off. Uh, but there, there's certainly a, a lot of new programs and services that have come out as a result of this. I'd be happy to talk about some of those things if you'd like me to. Um, but in general, yeah, we saw a little bit of slowdown in some franchises, others maybe a little more slowdown, but fortunately now it seems like we're coming out of it on the other end. Yeah. Well, I did notice that you, you launched some new services. How has that affected some of your approach to delivering the services or even creating new types of services? Maybe share a little bit. Yeah, and, and again, this is something because there's that great group, uh, we've got 53 people at headquarters that are involved in franchise support in one way or another. Um, that again, you know, if you were an individual security company, it'd be very hard to pull this off, but uh, new products have come out on the market from the most high tech you could imagine. Think, you know, Hollywood movies, uh, face, scanner face scanner types of systems that someone can walk up to. It'll look at them. First, they wave their hand over it to get biometric access. No more touching um, to clear them. Okay, you belong here. It looks at their face to see if they've got a mask on. If they don't, you're rejected. Um, it'll even do a scan of their temperature and look for, you know, hey, you've got a high temperature. And if you pass all three of those, you know, functions, it's also taking a picture of you. It'll open up, you know, the gate or the door or whatever it might be. Yeah. Now, that's maybe something, think, you know, airport or somewhere like that. Or, you know, that's not going to be a solution for everybody. But very cool technology. And I don't think those things are necessarily going to go away as COVID-19 goes away, I, I think we're figuring out mm. pandemics and these kinds of things are going to be a problem. Um, so we're going to have to deal with them. So there's also decidedly lower tech types of solutions out there. Anything from a simple, you know, wave to open it where everyone's very familiar with the push button openers and closers, right? So again, getting away from touching, now we wave and that opens. Uh, and you can go to even uh, lower tech type of solution, uh, instead of a door handle that you have to, you know, grab and open, a simple foot pull, reach up with your foot and pull the door open, or elbow pull. Um, so those obviously don't cost as much money, but they are getting us away from, you know, having every single person that touches that door grab the door handle. Um, and then we can even move on to things like antimicrobial coatings. Who knew? There are actually products and handles and things coming out uh, with high content of copper, 
which is at, uh, actually has antimicrobial uh, properties, to even sprays, long-lasting sprays that we quickly rolled out programs for our franchise owners that they could go out and offer this service when they come out to a property and say, hey, we can coat these things for you, and it's long-lasting. It's not something that lasts a day or anything like that, but antimicrobial coatings. Uh, and, you know, even this, <laughs> we just came out, and, and this started last week with marketing and training, a board-up service uh, for businesses that are either out of business temporarily or permanently. They need to get it boarded up. But you can imagine, why would you call your locksmith for that? Well, we're also securing the doors and everything else as a part of that. We're out there. Maybe we're installing alarm system or remote cameras. We might as well board it up, too. Why, why make them call multiple parties? We have the tools. We have the doors. We have the vans. Simple add-on service that we can do. And, and the really exciting thing that's happened with the support team, not only just going, hey, these are ideas, and throwing out an email, but actually setting up suppliers, working with our, our uh, advertising and marketing firm, which happens to be Hearst Media. I'll give them a shout-out. They do a great job for us to come out with you know, print and, and website stuff and social media stuff to support all these, and then training as well. So it, it's been gone far beyond just, oh, here's some ideas for you guys to go make money with. There's you know, full programs being rolled out. And these things, you know, they're going to provide a near-term bang, uh, but I think a lot of these programs are going to be around to stay. Yeah, we see, we've seen a lot of innovations from the franchise uh, from the franchise owners as well as the franchisors, and we've seen a lot of programs that will be temporary and, and a lot that will stay around after the new normal is in in effect. Right. So sounds like yeah. those, some of those you'll you'll hang on to. Yeah, I, it wouldn't surprise me at all. You can imagine the touchless stuff is going to be in place for a yeah. long time. Um, yeah. You know, maybe the board up service, not so much, but hopefully. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but a lot of the other technology stuff to get us away from, you yeah. know, germs and things like that are probably going to be around. Yeah, well, and, and good for your service. The, um, the, the common thread that we keep hearing from all types of franchisors and franchise owners is that the customer needs to feel safe and they need to trust you. Yeah. And your service provides a lot of those, those security elements that will make people feel safe and trust those businesses yeah. again. So good place, uh, good time to be in the locks, locksmith and security business. Yeah, for, you, you, hate, <laughs> you don't want to make light of anything, but we got to look for a yeah. silver lining once in a while. And, and yeah, yeah, I think these things, we can really do some things to help. And, and even, even though we don't do a ton of residential service today, I think we're going to see some of these products, you know, move into the residential market as well, you know, touchless door handles and, yeah. and waved open and things like that. Uh, so we'll probably see a little more expanded footprint in the residential space. Yeah, well, that'd be good too. Well, and you guys provide a, an essential service that people need, so that's a, a value. Um, so you, I mentioned the franchise owners. Do you have any franchise owner stories or innovations or anything that you see uh, coming from the, the field that uh, is a good story? And I'm probably not the best person to ask that question. I, sh I should have probably reached out to some of the franchisees and said, hey, tell me a, tell me a story there. Um, you know, it, it's been interesting. We have a very active uh, franchise advisory board that works. And, and so I mentioned uh, uh, 
the the new residential programs, you know, targeting some of these, that really I think was driven mostly from our franchisee advisory board saying, hey, we we see real opportunity here. Uh, but again, we want to have a full program around it. We won't, don't just want to, you know, say, hey, franchisees, why don't you go out and do this? So, you know, we need marketing around it. We need products and suppliers. Uh, of course, we want to get discounts on everything. We need to get everything, all those products and services implemented into our uh, customer system and, and have, you know, the advertising materials. So um, we do see a lot of those things that we're innovating right now coming out of that franchisee advisory committee. And uh, that's, that's been a really strong thing for us, you know, to move the franchise system forward. Well, you know, and, and as you said earlier, um, with the silver linings, um, <clears throat> you know, Rick and I talk a lot about the uh, situation and, and moving forward. And uh, our belief is that the, the franchise industry, the idea of owning a business, uh, being in business for yourself, but being part of a bigger brand and, and having that, that, that uh, support, we find that, that we believe that'll be in demand, right? A lot of folks are, being, are moving from one thing to the next and they're saying, well, maybe I shouldn't go back to the corporate world or maybe I shouldn't go back to whatever it was that they, that they left or were displaced from. So we think there'll be an uptick, but how, how do you guys see this affecting your approach to franchise development and what does that look for you over the next 12 months, do you think? Well, I, what I've noticed, and I'll backtrack just a little bit, when, when you know, COVID-19 really became prevalent and we were starting to lock down counties, uh, I looked back in early March and thought, oh my goodness, Q2 is going to be a disaster, right? <laughs> no one's going to sell a franchise, uh, not just Flying Locksmiths or anybody else. Um, but what I found was that wasn't necessarily true. Uh, we've been fairly busy and we're getting busier over the last several weeks in terms of franchise inquiries and people wanting to join the system. Um, and so what I'm, I'm kind of putting that on is people are, are taking a long-term view of things. It's, it's easy to go short-term view, oh my goodness, you know, everything's a disaster right now, um, so I'm going to get locked down. And, and, and people do fall into that trap sometimes. We, we, you know, all of us that have been in franchise development have seen that but you do wind up with other people taking more of a long-term view and going, okay, well, this is the reality today, but I'm getting in business for the next 10 or 20 years. Um, we're going to see some challenges. The stock market's going to go up and down three times in 20 years. We already know that. Uh, you know, so you do wind up with, okay, maybe people that are just dipping their toe in the water, they're not really serious about it on their own business. Yeah, they're kind of in lockdown mode. But other people that are thinking long-term of, Hey, I'm 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 thinking about career 2.0. You know, I've been in the same industry 10, 15, or 20 years. Um, thought I was going to retire in my 50s, and now I can't retire in my 50s. So what am I going to do the next 10 or 15 years? I don't want to keep doing the same thing. You know, they're looking at franchising. Is this is going to be my way to, you know, do that next thing? That's really something I want to enjoy. Maybe have a family business. Maybe pass something along but at least I'm going to enjoy it and do something different to, until I'm ready to retire. So uh, that was kind of a long-winded answer to that question. But. Well, that's a beautiful one. Though. It, 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 it's what we all want to hear. And I think that uh, you're right. It's a long view. We all have to continue to move forward in life, right? We got to, we got to help each other and keep, keep the, uh, the business going, the economy going. So that's good to hear. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and, and like Rob said earlier, Jeff, we, we predict that, things are going to 
kind of come out of this new normal and there's going to be a lot of uh, folks that are going to be looking for that, that uh, own their own business as an alternative uh, to finding that job uh, because who knows what the job market's going to look like. Uh, there's going to be a change. And, you know, when we started the fight, uh, the fight for your franchise challenge, we wanted to just figure out a way to give back to the industry that we love. Uh, so as Rob mentioned, folks, if you sign up for the, the fight for your franchise challenge, even though we're kind of at the, the last few weeks here, we have archived all of the past sessions. So we, every week in your inbox of your, uh, in your email, you'll receive an email from us that'll have a coaching session that we record with Entrepreneur Magazine every week. Uh, there will be a uh, link to the article of the week, which will be around the same subject, but a little bit different angle. And then of course our podcast, uh, like we're doing now. And then we also invite everybody to participate with our, uh, our Facebook page, our community there where they can ask questions and get support and ideas and, and just let everybody know that we're in this together and we're gonna get through it together. So uh, definitely check that out. But as we get close to the, uh, the end of the show here, Jeff, uh, we always ask the executives to, to kind of dig down and see if there's a gold nugget piece of advice. If, if you were to talk to the listeners and remember the listeners or franchisors, franchise owners and people thinking about being franchisors and franchise owners, possibly even, even entrepreneurs that aren't in the industry, specifically franchise industry. Uh, what would you tell them as a piece of advice as uh, something to hang on to or something to focus on as they kind of move through this time? You know, whether you're an independent business person that's thinking about, you know, doing, going the flying locksmith route, um, think the long game. Right, get franchising becoming a franchisor is not a get-rich-quick scheme. You know, you're mm-hmm. you're not going to immediately, you know, have this kind of success. It's, it's a lot of hard work, a lot of hard effort, but can pay off greatly um, if if done correctly. And you have that kind of long game uh, mentality, and and you've got to remember. The most important thing once you become a franchisor is your franchisees. It's no longer your business, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 I've worked with you know some companies that have become franchises that the owners didn't really make that transition. Uh, fortunately, the folks at Flying Locksmiths have, have been incredible with their franchisee support. So so think that term if you're if you're that business owner wanting to get into uh, the franchise industry and become a franchisor, and if you're thinking hey I might want to be a franchisee, same thing. You got to have that long term. Um, you're starting to build something that's really going to be worth something over time. Uh, so many times people are thinking, hey, i got to replace my income tomorrow from a job market. It's really hard to do if you're starting any business to think in terms of replacing my income tomorrow. Uh, but if you have that long-term vision in place and be thinking, hey, I want to get to where I'm building something that's going to be there, a legacy, or, or just something that I can do in the next 15 years that I'm going to enjoy, have that long-term goal in mind, Really, you know, work with a franchise coach, you know, think about what's a good match for you. Flying Locksmiths isn't the right business for everybody, uh, but there probably is the right franchise for you out there. Um, and, and work with a coach and figure out what that might be. Yeah. Oh, that's great advice. The long game. That's, uh, that's great advice at this time when people are kind of focused a lot of the times on what's going to happen tomorrow uh, and the next day. So definitely making those long-term plans are, are a critical solution there. So 
Uh, Rob, anything else from uh, your side of the desk? Yeah, it, it's, yeah, I just enjoy uh, these interviews thoroughly because everybody we talk to has a completely different angle, different, different industry, different part of the country. We're essential, we're not. We couldn't believe we were essential, right? Like we had one of, one of them tell us that. Um, but uh, no, that sounds good. I'm glad to hear that, that things are moving forward for you guys, Jeff. Um, yeah. And I would just, you know, the last thing I always think about, and this is from Entrepreneur Magazine, it's from uh, their editor-in-chief, shared this and I, you know, I'll probably say it the rest of my life, but you were, before the, the, the COVID outbreak, you had a lot of value to offer your audience, your customers, your community. You still have that same value. It's just the way you deliver it, the way you approach it might change, but you're still who you are as a brand and you still care about your customers and, and, uh, and community and, and, you know, no better way to do it than through a franchise network. And so, but that's, that's, that, 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 that always, that's all my, uh, that's, that's that, that left heavy on my heart because so many people were, well, Rick, I mean, the reason why you came up with Fight for Your Franchise was don't give up. And um, yeah. many people needed to hear that early in the early stages. I think most of us feel a little better now, a little better. <laughs> not, yeah. Maybe not in the last week, uh, but. Yeah, yeah. Uh, depends. Yeah. No, you're right. And, and that's uh, sometimes all it takes is just another, you know, putting your feet on the ground and going out there and fighting another day. So that's really what it's all about. And I always say, if you want to get something done, you know, corner an entrepreneur or two and see how they come out of it, fighting and getting through it and innovating and, and making things happen. So uh, we've seen just in the last couple of months, amazing things and look forward to more and more uh, exciting things. So, uh, Jeff, any final words and also tell us where people can go to learn more about your franchise. Uh, yeah, www.flyinglocksmiths.com. There's a franchise section on the website. No big surprise, but uh, quite a bit of overview information there. And you can always just submit, you know, your contact information. And then uh, I will be reaching out to you personally to, to talk more and answer questions you might have. Um, yeah, as far as both of you well said, um, yeah, everyone stay safe out there. Take care of each other. Think about, you know, how we can all benefit uh, and provide a benefit to each other in, in these kind of trying times. And, and I think we'll all get through it together. Yeah, absolutely. Well said for you as well. Well, folks, and you can also look at the Franchise Bible Coach website, learn more about the Fight for Your Franchise Challenge, find the resources, uh, join the fight. And uh, let's uh, let's have you as part of our, uh, our system for keeping people moving forward. And Jeff, uh, hopefully we'll uh, be in touch with you again and get a follow-up on how things are going. And you can learn more about uh, their franchise from that uh, web address he gave you, or you can go to the Franchise Bible Coach website and their logo will be on our Hall of Fame where you can click through right to their franchise page. So Rob, you wanna thank our sponsors and we'll tie it up for today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks again to SEO Samba, uh, SEOSamba.com. They are the inventors of the franchise marketing operating system. So we just want to thank them uh, for sponsoring today's show. Uh, and uh, that's, that's about it for today. Uh, thanks to all our listeners and bye for now. Awesome. Thank you, Rob. And thank you, Jeff. 